Hey, this is Yana with 23T, a podcast all about the starving artists and where I'll be spilling the tea all over myself. Back then, I wore my mom's fur coat to school. I was like, fuck everybody, bruh. It is just so true. You have to have the thickest skin. I was actually thinking of deleting Facebook. You're literally selling yourself as your business. Yeah, so this is my third attempt at post-secondary. One in three people in North America don't know their neighbor's name. People aren't ready for the hate that comes with it. Hey guys, uh, this is episode 16. Um, I haven't been starting with bad news, but I have some bad news today. I'm also drinking coffee. One sec. Coffee, not tea, but I'm, I'm going to drink tea too. So bad news is I set up all of my soundproofing and it looked great. I posted a picture and I was so happy with it. I was like, ooh, this looks like profesh. And then my roommate sent me a picture and it like all fell apart. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, uh, okay. Like I was kind of expecting it because I watched a YouTube tutorial on how to put it all up and I got like the adhesive for it and everything. But like something about it, I was like, this doesn't seem to be like sticking right. And maybe I didn't let it dry properly or whatever, but I anticipated it. So anyways, I have to remount that, which is one thing. All of it fell off? All of it except for two pieces. Oh my God. <laughs> like the picture I was like, Cool. <laughs> Um, and then the other bad news was this weather fricked up my day. Mm -hmm. I came to Waterloo for one day. The biggest reason being to meet Trisha and interview her today. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also, because I was coming here, I was like, okay, like I like to make the most out of my day. So I was like, um, the event was happening tonight. Fuck up nights. And I was like, oh, I want to go to this. And then you mentioned too that they're really good. Yes. They're postponed till March 13th. Canceled. Can- canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even further postpone notice. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it's canceled. March 13th is a month from now. And then the other thing was my friend Jess and I were going to take photos, which I haven't done in a really long time. And like the weather is murked. You were going to do it outside. Yeah, we were going to do it outside. I think we might still do like a few inside, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, the whole plan was to kind of make a thing of it. And, like, the weather is just so bad. I'm honestly so happy that you came. I was kind of being like, ooh, is she going to say, like, I can't make it. The roads are really bad because everything is shut down in Waterloo. Like, universities, my mom's coming home from work early. Like, Right. It's a big deal when the universities shut down. Yeah. Because they never do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I was like, is it that bad? Like, I drove this morning and it was slippery for sure. I mean, yeah, I, it took me like half an hour to clear off the ice from my car. Yeah. Um, but after that, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no one on the roads. It was nice and quiet. Yeah. Um, lots of slush. Yeah. It's just like wet, ugly weather. And everyone's yeah. just like pretty much canceled their day. Yeah. But no, I'm really glad. Like I really wanted to come here and it wasn't yeah. far away from me. So I was okay, like. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I told Trisha about the whole like tea party vibe thing she needs a coffee because i guess you're saying you're a little slow today i am very slow today (laughs) are you tired yeah fair yeah she has her coffee i do um if anyone wants to know she drinks it black (laughs) just for the hardcore she's hardcore um and then i still set up this little tea party thing here it's so cute so here did you listen to the podcast where i talked about actual tea no i didn't okay so i've gotten into actual tea i lied i did i did you did you you mentioned like matcha and stuff too yes, right yes exactly i did listen so to that. i've been getting it it's really interesting like mm-hmm. it's kind of snobby like i looked into it and it was like tea sommelier like take these thousand dollar <laughs> courses and i was like 
I want to be that person. Uh, maybe <laughs> I on a budget. It, I love it. Yeah. Um, a budget. Yeah. I yeah. watched YouTube videos and they're very informative and I took notes and I was so excited about it. So anyways, I don't have my teapot, but I actually bought my mom this one from the same place I got mine. And then aren't these so cute? These are from Ethiopia. Oh, wow. My dad's friend uh, got them for him. And they're super cute. They're like little teacups. So I'm really excited to use them. Yeah. But anyways, I'm going to give you one. Yes. And then me one. And they're really tiny so you can drink your coffee and your little tea. The nice thing about tea is like, I think I like the ritual around it more so. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's a very social thing, especially with like another person. But like. Absolutely. Very independent too. I love it. Absolutely. And that's why I really like it. Like sometimes I don't even drink the tea, but the whole, like you're saying, the ritual is cool. Yeah. So all I have is this that I got my mom. I actually have other ones, but none of them are loose leaf. Okay. So I learned like loose leaf is the best oh, way to go. You've been studying. I've, <laughs> girl, I'm, when I say I'm into it, like I'm into it. So this is what I learned that you're supposed to drink tea uh, within the year that it's picked. So this is 2017. I got this for my mom. She's never opened it. Nice. <laughs> so I know what I'm never getting her. Again. Are you offended? <laughs> I'm kind of offended. <laughs> um, and then see, these are all like, Look at like me to we tea and then the blueberry muffin. Like you're supposed to avoid things that aren't natural and see how all of these have like other things inside of them. Yeah. So that's just like a marketing scheme because like North Americans love a visual and they're like, this is so pretty, but this is really low quality, oh. which I didn't know. And it's not because you're a low quality guest. No. <laughs> okay. So this is, <laughs> I, I'm telling you this because I've learned it and I'm excited to share it. Okay. So I'm going to have you like pick whichever one. Oh gosh. So there's like hmm. um, raspberry, lemon, cur- oh, Caribbean. I was like cranberry, Caribbean. Ras- another raspberry? What am I reading? Oh, is it in different languages? Maybe that's why. There's like English on the top. Cotton mm. candy. Oh. That sounds really wild. Okay. Um, <laughs> what would that even? Okay. I think I'm going to go with, let's go with let it snow to I match. Was, I was hoping you are going to pick that one. Really? Yeah. To, to match, match the, the weather. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you want to grab it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it this one? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Okay. And then I just heated up this pot. So, oh my gosh. How am I going to do this with my mic? Do you want me to hold your Ooh, mic? You know what? Teamwork makes this dream work. Okay. So, yes. It's just like yes. a... <laughs> oh my gosh. Here, I'll hold your mic. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> perfect. Oh, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a thing right now? It's not opening. Oh my gosh, it's not opening, guys. I should have pre, pre-done this. I didn't know it was childproof. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe it's not. It looks like it'd be twist off. Right? That's so strange. And I don't have my nails anymore. Oh, <laughs> I know about They've this. <laughs> I've been following the I'm story. A <laughs> I'm a mess. What is today? Oh, did you get it? Oh, no. I don't think so. Do you want to try? Sure. No, hold your mic. It's a whole process. We're seven minutes in. If you (laughs) listen to my last one, 20 minutes in, we didn't get anywhere. So we're doing well right now. This is really difficult. Why do they, isn't tea supposed to be like a relaxing (laughs) experience? This is high stress. We're sweating. (sighs) We giving up? Oh, uh, I think so. Strange, strange. Here, put it down for a sec. Hold my mic, please. <laughs> I'm just going to see. I'm going to see if they're all like that. If it's let it snow. 
Oh, see? oh, it's just let it snow. So it wasn't it wasn't meant it to be. It wasn't meant to be. So what is this one that was? It's called Santa's Secret. Okay. Sure. S- still still relevant. Sure. <laughs> still relevant. Okay. So we have Santa's Secret. Let it snow did not want to be a part of our day. That was actually like That was really annoying. Hot glued together. Yeah. Like it was just not gonna open. Did and with ease, I... sand like the, the second one you took. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just like popped off. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So usually I think you do like I guess there's two of us and it depends. Oh uh, yeah, like two teaspoons. Just eyeball it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Oh, so this is fine? like this is like the little mesh thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know anything about tea or no? Not, really? not much. No. no, I'm just starting to learn. So, like, don't even think that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's a new thing. Okay. And then I guess you just like steep it for as long as you want because it's like of how strong you want it. Right. This is a really cute setup and teapot. Thank you. Yes, I really like it. I'm trying to get something more like official that i use all the time yeah but i guess with how i'm traveling because i come to waterloo a lot and talk to people and then i talk to a lot of people in toronto right i think I, it's good to just have like things around the house too mm-hmm. on a budget because um, like bringing mm-hmm. a teapot on the bus right o- along with your equipment might yeah. get a little heavy <laughs> yeah seriously my bags are already heavy i don't need any added weight thank you very much <laughs> okay um i want to get Right into kind of like how we met, like how this all came about. Mm-hmm. So we actually don't know each other at all. No. And I basically, well, we'll get into the fact that I've actually met you before and don't recollect anything. But <laughs> we don't know each other. I just like messaged you because I started following you on Instagram and I saw your work. Here, I'll pull it up right now. And I was like, first of all, I was like, is this girl from Waterloo? Because I feel like we're around the same age and I would have known about you met you whatever you're 23 right I'm 23 yeah same you're 23 (laughs) yeah so exactly I was like how would I not know about this girl Mm -hmm. um so just tell me quickly like are you from KW did you go to school here so not from KW Mm -hmm. um I grew up in Mississauga okay um and I moved here in 2013 for school Mm -hmm. um so I lived in Waterloo for four years and then moved to Kitchener and Mm -hmm. I've been in Kitchener for I want to say like a year and a half now okay um and yeah, I graduated last year and just decided mm-hmm. to like stick around mm-hmm. and I am probably going to be around for a lot longer too. I, I don't have any plans to leave. Okay. But yeah, no, didn't grow up in KW, but mm-hmm. I have very much made it my home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that explains things because I grew up in KW right? and I moved away when I was like, I guess 19 mm-hmm. to go and live in Toronto. Right. Um, and Wait, you moved in when you were 19? Yeah. So it's, this is my fifth year. Oh, okay. So I moved for university. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm turning 24. Yeah, it's my fifth year. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, I was like, I, I started following her and I was like, this is amazing. And kept seeing that you were doing uh, murals mm-hmm. all around the city. I haven't, I have yet to go because I don't spend a lot of time here. And mm-hmm. when I do come, I don't really go around. I kind of stay with my family. Right, right. But I really want to go and like have a look around and we'll talk more about that. Sure. But I was like, this is so cool. And I love color. Uh-huh. Um, so I was <laughs> There's like, lots of it. It's so it makes me like happy to look at. It. Oh, thank you. Um, and another funny thing, actually, an uh, old friend from high school messaged me a couple days ago mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I don't know how you choose um, like who you're interviewing, but I think you should interview this girl. And she sent me a screenshot and it was you. Oh, no way. And I was like, that's so funny. I'm seeing her tomorrow. Oh, my God. And she was like, amazing. Like, I've only met her once. I was buying her art, but she was really nice. And I'm like, 
perfect oh um so yeah there was like that weird connection that i was like oh well that's funny um but no like i was like looking through your feed also please show me your tattoos oh yes are these new um i want to say like they're um, about a month old now i've wow totally might be off but yeah there's actually can you get into them because they're beautiful oh sure um i don't have many tattoos like the first one i have is this like tiny finger one. Oh, i have two finger tattoos I love finger one's tattoos. faded one's they they do yeah. fade especially the side finger mm-hmm. ones but i didn't give a shit i yeah. was like i want it and yeah. I, I don't care if it fades i don't care if it looks bad i want it yeah um the wrist was like kind of a big move just because it's a pretty like visible area mm-hmm. um and it was for my like one year artist anniversary basically amazing yeah so um i like the idea of tattoos as time stamps mm-hmm. so i don't really this sounds bad but I don't really put a whole lot of thought into the actual image I I just like that's why I have like literally a circle on my finger because it was like a time I wanted to remember Mm -hmm. um so like these particular images like don't mean a whole lot to me like there are like they're my designs and they were like two paintings that I did Uh like not anything special in particular but I just liked the symmetry I think they were both like female portraits which kind of captures my work in a nutshell and um yeah it was more about like I think I focused more about the placement I knew I wanted like Mm. that seems to be the thing like Mm -hmm. with the finger with my Mm -hmm. wrist I was like I want a tattoo here and then I think about the image uh afterwards which is unusual I think that's funny though actually I'm kind of the same way yeah so I'm really into like symmetry with my body Mm -hmm. so a lot of my tattoos you can't really see but I I have like one on my left side mm-hmm. and one on my right side. Yeah. Then I have one centered in my back. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, these two on my hands, but I have one on my foot. Okay. And then I have one at the back of my head. Okay. In my like hair. Yeah. So all of it is, I think about this before I get it done. Right. And right now I have to basically fill my right hand, my left foot and my right hip. To yeah, make it's, it it's all placement. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I do. I think about that first. Yeah. Um, because I really, I don't know. I, it's definitely a mental thing, mm-hmm. but I just love like that sense of balance. Yep. Um, so that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Who, where did you get it done? I got it done at Ink and Water in Toronto. Okay, cool. It was a specific artist that mm-hmm. I'd been following for a long time and she does like very thin needle work, like very thin lines. And, like, yeah. I was going to say, I, I love that. Yeah. Is it just Chen? No, it okay. was, uh, it was like Bia, ink by Bia. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So she, like the needle was so thin and it like doesn't hurt. So that's something mm-hmm. when the needle's oh, wow. like, yeah, like the thinner you go, like the, I didn't even feel it. Mm-hmm. And it was like done in a few minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of needles, but I also have a lot of stick and poke. Oh, okay. And stick and poke kills. Does it? I've never. Oh, it hurts. Oh, gosh. Because okay. it's literally like, and you have to go deep. Right. Um, did it, you do them or did you get them? Oh, I got them done. Okay. I got them done. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the one on my hip, I have one of my dog and it's stick and poke. Wow. And holy smokes. Like my nerves were like going wild. Yeah. But no, I, I really love it. And I love that you have, I wish, I've always wished this that I, cause I think that the talent that you have, and I don't know if I, if I can describe this properly, but like, I think it's something everyone can learn and practice and get better. Mm-hmm. But I think when it comes to drawing, painting, sculpting, things that are like done with your hands, you can't just learn that. It's like something that you're born with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always been like envious of people 
and even like singing for me mm-hmm. i like think to myself i'm like i wish i could reach those notes or whatever yeah but like some things can't be really trained or it can be but to like a certain extent there's like a there's like a limit or there's like, like a, a limit yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so when i see stuff like this that's so raw i'm like oh my gosh like <laughs> i really think like you're like have like a gift or like whatever oh thank you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um but no uh so we didn't even get to like how we really met so i basically just messaged her i let her know like i really liked her art i wanted her to be on the podcast she was really nice about it which um i was really happy about but we've actually met i went to the (laughs) i went to the event that vince held digital glue yes (laughs) <laughs> and I was messed up. That's like, so funny. Were you wearing an orange jacket? I wasn't wearing an orange jacket. What were you wearing that night? I was wearing, I want to say, like, I wasn't even wearing a jacket, as crazy as that sounds. Hmm. And then I did buy a coat from Lost Vessel, and it was, like, a black coat that I kind of wore. Okay. But honestly, I kind of stuck with my one friend and just got really drunk. <laughs> and another reason why I'm not drinking. I'm almost one month sober. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, no, I I was, like, talking to Trisha, being like, this is kind of what we're going to talk about, whatever. Looked through my phone, and I have pictures of her on my phone. <laughs> Like, you sent me that and it's like the funniest picture too it's like just like a behind the scenes like mm-hmm. of the of someone else taking a exactly. picture exactly i'm not even taking a picture uh, it's bad like, they didn't <laughs> ask me to take this photo of them i'm taking a photo of them having their photo taken so i'm just like this huge creep and then i sent it to her and i was like we've met hey oh this God. is me um so okay awesome i want to get into why you're in Kitchener right now. I know why you're here. Um, but like, w- tell me kind of, you're working right now. What are yeah. you working on? I am. So I am full-time doing art now, mm-hmm. um, which is insane to even say still because, and it, it's as of recently, like I quit my job a month ago in December. Wow. And um, why am I in Kitchener? I, I'm not going to lie. I was looking at places in Toronto up until like, I want to say two or three months ago mm-hmm. and like actively searching mm-hmm. um, because I was just kind of assumed that, you know, if you wanted to be a creative and make a living off of it, you had to be in Toronto, like mm-hmm. the big city. Um, and I stopped searching for like apartments and stuff when I started getting work in KW and I just there was something about me like even when I was looking in Toronto I was like I don't think I can leave the city yet so like I haven't yeah I just came here for school Mm -hmm. and just stayed and I like there's something like keeping me here Mm -hmm. I feel like I move when I feel like I've like hit a wall in a city and I don't think I've I've reached that yet in KW I feel like there's still like more work to be done right yeah um, but yeah, I, it's been like, I've been doing art. I got back into art. I want to say about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I went to school for science. Okay, cool. Yes. So not related at all. I have no background in art, like any mm-hmm. sort of education in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like always a creative person, but mm-hmm. after I graduated, I started like painting again in my fifth year of my undergrad. Okay. Finished the year. And then after I graduated, I like threw myself into it and Mm -hmm. I was like we're doing this Mm -hmm. intensely yeah yeah um so what school did you go to I went to UW so you went to UW and Mm -hmm. you did five years there five years graduated with an undergrad yes um 
so I want to ask you because this happens a lot with people. Um, <laughs> it, okay, we'll get into if art is your passion. I'm assuming that it is. But mm-hmm. what was the reason behind you going to university for not art? Um, it seemed like what everyone else was doing. Next logical step in my life was to go and get an undergrad degree in something. Mm-hmm. Um, I was that kid like in the third grade like if you asked what I wanted to be when I grew up I said like cardiologist like I didn't just say doctor I said cardiologist (laughs) it was just like so extra so specific I know I know and I did a really good job of like I was really strong in like science and math like in in just like elementary school like high school all that so it was just kind of like okay if you're good at these things like this is the route that you're gonna take Mm -hmm. and I did a really good job of convincing myself that health science research specifically was what I wanted to do like I don't don't know like I when people would even up until like a year ago people would be like oh what are you doing like I was it for my fifth year I just did research because like that my plan was to go do a master's do a PhD just be in school forever Mm -hmm. and I just completely threw that away and did Uh a 180 um but yeah I very much like kind of brainwashed myself into mm-hmm. thinking because it was just I grew up being kind of told like it's cute that you know like it's great that you're doing art but keep it as a hobby yeah um or I was told like uh you should get a good job with lots of job security so you can like afford your hobbies mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I was like okay that sounds doable and then you know it that just it doesn't really work like that because like your your full-time thing becomes is your full-time thing exactly and is there really any room for absolutely side hustles passions whatever yeah so um yeah it took me five years to realize that Mm -hmm. um it was like in the middle of my like my first and second semester my fifth year where I was like I just spent the last like how many years thinking I wanted to do this Mm -hmm. and I'm doing it now Mm -hmm. Um, because in your undergrad you do so many like general courses right and you're like oh I'm not having I'm not enjoying this but it's because I'm not doing what I like right Mm -hmm. and then you keep telling yourself that every year yes and then you get to fifth year and you're like and I only was doing research in my fifth year so Mm -hmm. I was like working I was doing two thesis studies and working with two professors and I was like I am doing what like I thought I wanted to do like full time now and I hate it like I was just like I'm not enjoying this research is not for me I realized like my favorite part about the research process was like the tiny creative aspect right in the beginning, which is where you have to like choose, like come up with like a novel study idea and mm-hmm. like, like a unique design, like study design. It was all like the, like the tiny, tiny creative part in the yeah. beginning. And then the rest was like writing and stats, which is mm-hmm. stuff that I don't like doing, yeah. but it's most of, most of the process. And mm-hmm. I, I very quickly realized I wasn't a fan of like academia and mm-hmm. just like, just, uh, thinking about doing a master's and a PhD and having like so many more years in it was like, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's really, really interesting. And I want to just ask you to like, because that was a long part of your life, like five oh, yeah. years. What did you have a good experience at least in university? Like overall, where do you feel any kind of like fulfillment from having done that? I met some cool people, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, I don't really... Yeah, I think the the, the certain people I met were really cool. But Mm -hmm. um, the entire... My entire undergrad experience just kept, like... It it felt like I kept 
missing the mark. And I was like, I'm mm. so close to reaching something, but I was never feeling fulfilled ever. It was mm. just like, okay, next year I'm going to do this. Okay, that didn't work. We're going to try this next year. And it was constantly mm. like mess ups and trying to fix them and like backup plans and like nothing seemed to fit. So mm. I don't know. I don't regret it because um, yeah. I feel like there is a very like scientific side to my brain and it like sort of complements the work I do mm-hmm. and I'm trying realizing things like that now mm-hmm. a lot of discipline I learned from just doing school yeah um which has come in handy um but yeah I look back on my undergrad as like a really like a totally different time in my life like it was like a different era of my life uh-huh. even though it was a year ago I think about being a student and I'm like how did I do that like yeah. I I can't imagine being like broke student right now like yeah. it's just like I want to be able to like afford cheese at the grocery store and stuff you know (laughs) yeah it's like it's like I can't I can't even it was so it wasn't long ago but Mm -hmm. it was it's just such a different absolutely time and things change really quickly Mm -hmm. um is the tea good I just tried the tea it's more of just like the aroma than the actual taste see do you see what I mean when you try it it was Santa what was it secret Santa or something Santa's secret oh yeah I do I like it though it's not bad I'll have another sip Mm-hmm. It has like a really sweet like aftertaste too. Mm-hmm. It kind of just like lingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Sorry to totally no no <laughs> distract. Um, yeah, I uh, I wanted to get into too. Like you're saying how this was just a year ago that you got back into art, mm-hmm. but it's obviously like to me looking at this I would never have thought that Mm -hmm. so now I'm kind of like stumped Mm because I'm like wow this is none of this was what I was expecting from you yeah which is great because it makes things really interesting but when like did you start doing art like let's talk about like even before university like were you a little kid like did you ever do art then because you're saying you got back into it right um so when did it like first start that you knew that this was something that you liked doing and that you were good at pretty young um my mom told me recently that they like my parents would buy me like all sorts of coloring books and stuff but I would never use them and I would go and like draw on the walls and she was like it's funny because now you're getting paid to like draw on (laughs) walls oh my god it's like a full circle and Uh I was like oh that's I had no clue this is new information to me but Mm -hmm. like it was always like in elementary school especially like whenever um we would have any sort of like I'd be fine with like science math and stuff and then we would have like a diet a diorama project and I would go like hard on the diorama <laughs> like it's just like uh, I loved any sort of creative like anything I could draw anything I could yeah I was always like trying to it was like there was like creativity me creativity in me and I would mm-hmm. always want to somehow express it and it was usually through like school projects it was never really like I, I never really maybe I would doodle a little bit on the side mm-hmm. um but I like I took one art course as an elective in my first year mm-hmm. and I wasn't like a big fan of it. I okay. I didn't I didn't. That's how I knew I didn't really want to go to art school because uh-huh. it was just very pressured. We had like a painting due every week kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is not natural. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But for like after that art class um I hadn't touched my art supplies for like four years wow because there was just no room for it in a science degree mm-hmm. um I'm sure I could have made room for it but like I just it wasn't priority yeah. at all mm-hmm. um so yeah there was like a very long dry spell and then mm-hmm. that's why 
I just like really snapped into it and I was like I like bought new art supplies I like dusted off the old ones and I was like we're just really going to jump fall into this (laughs) okay so a four year I have to ask then like do you remember it maybe it was like you graduating but do you remember that moment moment of being like I want to do art and I'm gonna start today yes when was it it was it was very intense um so I like the timeline was after going into my fifth year um I knew I wanted to kind of slowly get back into something creative because Mm -hmm. I was like starting to realize that I wasn't enjoying health as much and Mm -hmm. I was like I need a little more excitement and color in my life yeah um so I started like thinking about it like I I acquired an easel but it stayed in my apartment in the corner and like was nice and dusty and I didn't use it for like all the first semester Mm -hmm. but I was like in my head I was like yeah I want to just like start doing it maybe like once a week again like draw something um and like kind of just exercise that muscle that hadn't been used in so long mm-hmm. um and then what really did it was a breakup okay here we go <laughs> it's always a breakup <laughs> um I got dumped right before the holidays um okay. this was like this would have been December 2017 mm-hmm. um it was out of the blue it was total uh, surprise I had mm-hmm. been with this guy for like two and a half years or something oh, like that fuck me. yeah Okay. Yeah, I had actually, so another thing, I had moved to Kitchener specifically for him, too. Mm. Like, I was going to just stay in Waterloo, um, because it's closer to the university, Mm -hmm. but instead I moved, like, down the street from his his house, Mm -hmm. and and then shortly after, he dumped me, and I was like, oh, God. So, I was living um, in a tiny studio apartment, and I, I talk about it like it was a long time ago. I moved out of the apartment, like, last week. Wow. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. So um, it was like 250 square feet. So it's like a shoebox. Like you walk into the into my room and you like hit my bed. It was everything wow. was like in the same mm-hmm. space. And um, so he had dumped me. I was living alone. This was my first time not living with roommates, which I was fine with. I'm like mm-hmm. a very independent person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm alone. Um, I've moved to the city for this person. And I don't know anyone in Kitchener. And... I have all this time now. (laughs) Like it was the holidays, like it was between semesters. Mm -hmm. So I, that was, that was it. That was what was like, okay, we're going to like shoot this energy into something. Mm -hmm. And it's going to, I like looked at my easel and I was like, it's going to be art. Okay. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so, and that's the like beautiful thing about breakups Mm -hmm. is like, it puts like, it makes you go on, go through like so much growth and change in such a short period of time that you normally wouldn't have, done if everything was just like peachy in your life you know Mm -hmm. so that was it December was like the magic month um during this like this the first breakup month I would always like I've gone through breakups before and would always turn to like working out a lot um or like going out with friends or drinking like Mm -hmm. to distract myself Mm -hmm. and this time I like was like I want to sit in these feelings this time yeah and put them into art somehow it's really good that you're confident enough to be able to do that for yourself Mm -hmm. because like you said a lot of people when things like that happen that like literally rock your world Mm -hmm. is we turn to these things that are even more destructive right and we're not actually dealing with our emotions right so it's and i think a huge part of life is like accepting pain Mm -hmm. because it's inevitable 
Yeah. So the fact that that you're like, I'm going to sit in these feelings is is really character building, I think. Mm-hmm. It was it was mm-hmm. such a good December was such a good time, um, even though I was going through something that was like like, you know, one of the hardest things I've had to deal with in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I, ba- I basically like locked myself in my apartment for a month and it was like also a classic like like artist isolation like mm-hmm. weird period where like <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone mm-hmm. and um I was just like painting like every day I got into this routine where I'd wake up and start like priming a canvas and I yeah it was I made it a goal to like create something every day mm-hmm. um not necessarily a painting because canvas is expensive and that's a lot of work yeah um but like I started off with like Dollarama canvases and mm-hmm. I was just like this is literally to practice and just say that at the end of the day I created something even if it was like a sketch um and in the beginning it was like it was therapy almost like I would get painting ideas and I would write them I had this book where I would write them down and I never once painted any of the things in that book Mm -hmm. because like I would sit in front of the canvas I'll be like you know what no I'm feeling this now and like whatever was I was feeling in that moment would just be like would dominate and I would be painting that Mm -hmm. um but I I really used it as therapy in the sense that I would just paint and then try to like a lot of people like get inspiration first then paint but I would paint and then try to like decipher it after Mm. and it was like a really cool way to like tap into like my subconscious almost Uh I was like how how, why did I like choose these colors and like this person and this expression and I would like Mm -hmm. try to figure out how I was feeling and then yeah and then I would try to like this is kind of like the scientific research side of me but I would try to find like trends too okay cool right so Mm -hmm. like I would like line up my stuff and be like oh there are some common themes in my art in this time so like one of the like craziest things were like this was a really really sad like traumatizing time in my life Uh but all of my pieces were colorful as hell like they were bright bold colors Mm -hmm. and I was like shouldn't these like be darker like shouldn't it be like sadder work but no it was really bright and colorful I found I was painting mostly women and um everyone was expressionless that was the other thing wow yeah I just got chills really yes (laughs) (laughs) literally I like because you saying this I'm scrolling through her Instagram right now and I'm like my mind is blown oh my god (laughs) that's so cool go on no one um no one was smiling no one was angry everyone was just like straight faced in all mm. of my stuff and I was like why am I doing that and I have like theories behind it like I'm still trying to figure it out I've just like literally taken those foundations and gone with it and like tried to create the style and that's what I'm doing now for a living mm-hmm. but like um yeah I I think it was a lot of me I think I really lost like my identity in like the last five years being in health science like not really knowing my place being in this relationship which wasn't super great like I felt like I was kind of like living in someone's shadow for two years and never really got to see what I could do Mm -hmm. and I got out of this relationship and I was just like it's me time like I'm gonna like I was painting I, I was I was trying to like paint like an identity almost okay which is like kind of crazy and it sounds weird to say but like like the people in my paintings are at first I was like they're emotionless but then I started seeing like no they're like they're kind of confident they're kind of like content with life and that's Mm -hmm. like what I wanted to be so I was like painting what I wanted to be and Mm -hmm. it's like just served as like 
a reminder ever since. Yeah. Like when I, when I look at these and I mean, I'm not like, I don't take anything that I'm saying and be like, Oh, like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about, but when I look at it, I'm like, I see so much emotion in these. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like with what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. They're all, you're, yeah, they're all with like a straight face. No one's like smiling. No one's like, but Mm -hmm. no, like, oh my God, like, (laughs) I don't even know how to like put this into words. You need to look at her artwork if you don't uh, know it already. Can you just say your Instagram so people can go to it? I'd love for people to be able to scroll through while they're listening. Yeah, for sure. It's um, on Instagram. It's Trisha Abe, T-R-I-S-H-A-A-B-E. I have a website too, TrishaAbe.com. But yeah, like the foundations that I started this off with, I've just continued and I've like grown them and trying to do them on bigger scales now, which is Mm -hmm. insane to think about too. But lots of emotion, even looking back at certain paintings, I can tell you like what I was feeling. Yeah. Because like it was, again, timestamps again, right? So like paintings are a really good way to do that too. So Mm -hmm. yeah, weird time in my life. December was intense. Mm -hmm. And after December, um, so the, the thing about like painting or creating something every day you create like there's so much stuff that you know didn't make it to Instagram because it was all just like I hated a lot of the stuff that I made because I was like again exercising this muscle for the first time in forever yeah um but the cool thing about creating so much is that you actually might like like five or six pieces out of like the 30 that you do Mm -hmm. so like Technically, I would have, if I was doing it every day in December, I would have had like 30 pieces of artwork, but there were five, I think five or six that I, paintings that I really liked and I had, they had like a common theme Mm -hmm. and then I took that and it was like a little collection and I started taking them to like stores and like trying to display them places, Mm -hmm. but it's like a really good odds game when you're like creating that much. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm bound to create something I like if I keep doing it. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to ask too, just cause you were kind of uh, speaking on it, but do you have like a memorable piece or is there something that you're really proud of to date? Like your favorite thing that you look back on and you're like, I'm really proud of this. Like if I had to show someone one piece of work that I've done, it would be this. Mm. It's that's a hard question. Cause like I have, there's like sentimental value to like different, each each piece and I feel Mm -hmm. like with my canvases I'll be like this is my favorite piece and then I'll create a new one I'll be like this is my favorite piece like it's constantly changing based on my mood I guess um the large-scale work like my murals though make me really really proud just Mm because like I'm a small person like I'm like five two (laughs) and to create like a massive piece of artwork and to be able to like stand in front of it and be like I did that like Mm -hmm. it, it there's a lot of I feel a lot of pride from that. Yeah. So like my first big mural was for like this design company called him and her. And it Mm -hmm. was just like a white wall and black line work. And it was a massive wall. It was like 12 feet high, 23 feet wide. And I like did it in five days. And I was just like, afterwards I was like, whoa, oh my God, I did that. So like the large scale work and seeing work around town too makes me extremely like, oh my God. I, I, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a good feeling. <laughs> and I and I totally relate to that feeling of being like a small woman mm-hmm. and like making something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. and how it's like empowering. Oh yeah. You know, and it it does make you feel good about yourself and I think with any artist like that is I I've now I'm just thinking about it as I'm saying it, but like literally making something bigger than yourself. Yeah. 
is it, there's no like feeling like it. The mural I'm working on right now is like the biggest one to date. And uh, the ladder is massive. It's like, I don't even know how tall it is. But I saw the ladder and I was like, wow, am I afraid of heights? I think I might be. And then I started climbing up on it. And I was like, no, this is good. I feel like it's just like a little thing, like a bigger ladder it makes me feel like, I don't know really powerful (laughs) i really like driving big cars so maybe that's maybe this is all just like some complex that we have i don't know um this is something that i thought i really wanted to get to this Mm -hmm. um because i i watched um some of your stories and this is something that i'm really interested in with people who do like commission work uh for example what's what do you like to be titled as like painter illustrator what's usually what do you usually tell Um, people um I usually say visual artist, painter, mm-hmm. muralist, mm-hmm. and illustrator. Yeah. You okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with all those forms and then photography, uh, videography, uh, and modeling, when did you, because I know there's a lot of people that like ask you probably to do things um, and then either for like exposure, maybe when you were first doing right. things um, or doing events that weren't paid for. Have you done things like that before where you weren't being paid for your work? Maybe it's a little bit different. I know it's really big for photographers Mm -hmm. um, because they're kind of like, come to this event and we'll like display the photos that you took. And like, we're not going to pay you, though. Right. And like, you don't really get anything out of that. But so many people do it because for that exposure, for that experience to build their portfolio. So uh, what do you have to like say about that? Um. I it's it's like a tricky subject because um, I'm at a point now where I won't do free work Mm -hmm. uh, just because like I'm doing this for a living now. Yeah. Um, When I was not doing it for a living when I still had my part time job, it was I I felt like anything that um, I was using as kind of like a learning experience and I was like I, if I had to be able to justify what I was getting out of it for me to do something for free mm-hmm. um, with artists, like there's an example is like there are a lot of cafes or cafe galleries that will have like this rotating artist kind of program where they the deal is that, you know, you give us your art, we'll put it put it up like around the cafe mm-hmm. and um, we're not going to buy it off of you, but it's exposure and we're like essentially selling it through the cafe. Okay. So like they get free art basically mm-hmm. and I get exposure potential to like um, sell some work. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming your name is on the artwork. Yes. Okay. Great. It'll have like my name. Right. Like price. Contact. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some people feel like that's not properly paying artists, but, um, the first place I displayed my work, um, or second place was Cafe Pyrus uh, in town, which like has a good program like that. And it got me like, I sold a few paintings through there. It got me a lot of good contacts. So like, it's, I have to, you have to be really selective about what you do, Mm. um, which is tough and it's hard to explain how to do that. But like Mm. another example is like, when you're first starting out and when you're learning things, I think it's okay um, to do stuff for cheap or for free. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I did a piece of large work was on, like, the shed outside of my apartment. Um, and my, like, landlord came out and saw me, like, just, like, painting on canvases outside one day. And he was like, do you want to paint something on the shed? And I was like, oh, cool. Sure. And he was very chill landlord. And, <laughs> yeah, um, no kidding. 
And I was <laughs> like, this is my first time. I've never done anything big. I want to practice. Like I it would I would have been terrified to go like straight to like a real like office me- like wall or something like that and uh-huh. have done like a commission mural and like be confident about it right mm-hmm. so this was like kind of like a stepping stone and it was me seeing like can I do large work does it like translate well mm-hmm. um so I went in there not expecting to get paid I was just like it was just like a project right mm-hmm. um my landlord was nice enough to like compensate me for my supplies so I didn't get like paid extra but like he paid for my supplies I was That's just really plan- cool I know I was just planning on using like leftover spray paint leftover paint whatever I could do and that's another thing um like the piece I did for digital glue Mm -hmm. I didn't get paid for right but it was mostly leftover paint um those the pieces like the panels that I did on it like Vince gave those to me like they were just in the space Mm -hmm. you can be you can do things like that and I was justifying it because I wasn't like losing a lot of money right right and I I wanted to you know make connections like keep make connections with Vince I wanted to be a part of the show Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's like, it's hard to know. You have to be really selective about that. For and, sure. But everything you're saying, it makes a lot of sense in terms of benefiting yourself. Yes. That's, you, yes. Yeah. Which you, you need to do that. And mm. you seem to like, you're, you're smart about it mm. basically is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, Cause if you were going and putting all of this money into it and then not really receiving anything back, like the fact that you're like thinking through it, doing your research, being selective. Right. Uh, is just the right way to go about it. Right. Um, and I, I just love that question because everyone really has a different answer. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, never stop. Like someone I spoke to was like, I think you should never stop doing things like for your friends, for example. Oh, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think, and then other people were like, absolutely not. Like you need to pay an artist just like you would pay anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're saying, like be selective. Yeah. Um, so I really think it comes down to the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I think... Like for me, I would have a hard time now where I am in my life, like not paying someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like my friend, like today we were supposed to do photography and she asked me and that's great. Um, then I would expect that like we would just be doing this for fun and for free. But like I don't really like ask her anymore. Do you know what I mean? Right. Whereas when we were in high school, it was just a thing uh, and it was fine. Uh, but now as adults, like trying to pay your bills and whatever is I would never uh, ask her and expect her to mm-hmm. do it for free. Like I would hope like that would be cool. Yeah. But if not completely understandable. Right. Um, and even like I have a hard time like talking anyone down. Like I had an illustration recently done mm-hmm. and she well, the first girl that I spoke to, she was like, oh, I can do it for this price if you're like really tight. And I was like don't worry about it. Like if I like your price is your price. Yeah. If I don't have the money, that's fine. I'll let you know if I have the money and I want to pay that price that you first initially like gave me. Right. That's really nice of you. (laughs) Um, But I think that also has to do with like respect. Like I don't want this person to look back on me and think that like I didn't respect them for their time or their efforts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to miss that extra 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. I would rather, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's way more important to be fair with people. Right. Um, and it's good to just ask those questions because mm-hmm. I think people do have different opinions. Yeah. Um, so you were saying that you don't have a part-time job anymore? No. As of when? December. December of, of the last year, right? Like 2018? La- yes, 2018. You just quit. Yeah. It was, it was funny because I hadn't, um, I was serving bartending. Okay, cool. And I had been doing that like for, I want to say a year and a half mm-hmm. or so, like finishing up school, I was doing that. And I realized I hadn't been into work. I was giving away all my shifts. I hadn't been to work um, 
for all of November. Oh, wow. <laughs> I gave away all my shifts for November and I was mm. surprised that I was still hired there. <laughs> um, and then I was like, okay, I haven't been into work for a month. I've been able to support myself. Uh, I think it's time that I quit my job. Um, mm. And then when I quit in December, I like freaked out. I was just like, oh my God, I don't have like a backup, even though I hadn't done any work for a month right. it was like the the official like quitting. it was real it became real oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah I still get really scared like sometimes I like I'll be in bed and I'll be like oh my god I'm like self-employed and I'm in charge of my own income and I like, have all these like dark thoughts like, yeah just, yeah and then I don't know and then I just get back to work yeah <laughs> and then I remember <laughs> why I'm doing this yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um so okay so that experience was scary for you but how like how was the month of January, January did you was... did you get a lot of work um because I know it's like after the holidays, like I'm wondering, do those things kind of affect you when you are working freelance? Yeah, I was right before the holidays was really busy for like Christmas gift mm-hmm. stuff. But then I had like overflow from the the people that had to kind of get bumped down the list to like I've had like a good steady flow of com- like canvas commission requests. And like I do like tattoo designs now and stuff, too. So cool. Um, so commission requests in general have been steady. It's it's been good. That's like I. I wouldn't have quit if I didn't have a lot of work lined up. Um, I'm still working on commissions from 2018 right now. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done 2018 and I can get to 2019 soon. Um, but like I had murals lined up too. Those murals are like priority because they're like huge chunks of money mm-hmm. and they're big jobs. And it's like the work that I'm super proud of too. Right. Um, so yeah, I had a few murals lined up. Um, January was like it was rocky I also Mm -hmm. am in like currently like the messiest time of my life right now so I I mentioned I moved out of my tiny apartment recently yes Uh I am in between apartments right now like I have I'm not getting my new apartment in Kitchener until April 1st okay so (laughs) so okay it's like literally the next two months are gonna be like I'm in an Airbnb currently right now holy smokes yeah that's I should have started with that wow (laughs) my life is in that no 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 um I get my place April 1st, but I am, it's, it's a lot of commuting. It's a lot of like crashing on people's couches. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully my parents are in Mississauga, so I yeah. don't have to like drive crazy amounts, but I got mm-hmm. an Airbnb for this week because of the mural I'm working on. I was like, I'm not driving back and forth every single day. Right. Um, Especially in this weather. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so unpredictable. Yeah. Like Things are can get a little messy, but like it's flexible. Like the fact I can do that and just like, you know, for two months I can make my own schedule. I can like um, commute when I need meetings. I can book all my meetings for one day and just drive to KW for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know it's going to be worth it because yeah. I'll have like a nice place April 1st and I'll be like very much settled in, Ki- in Kitchener. That's really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you just quickly how you got this mural work or just tell me like one or maybe actually tell me your first one how did that come about the mural the first one was like the the big one um Mm -hmm. so the piece I did for digital glue Mm -hmm. I paint I did not think about this I didn't plan for like um what am I trying to say I painted that on very heavy panels like these you saw you saw it I saw them yeah they were like really big and really really heavy and Mm -hmm. I painted it and then I was like after I was done I was like hey I actually kind of like these I was just planning to leave them in the space Uh and then I finished it and I was like oh they're just gonna stay here and someone's gonna probably like throw them out or something and I take them yeah yeah and I felt kind of like sad so then I like took pictures of them and this is kind of another 
thing about like free work I guess I um, took pictures of them and I was like sending them to like local businesses and being mm-hmm. like if anyone has the means to move these they're yours because I would rather them be somewhere where they can be seen than just like sitting in like have a home yeah yeah so I was reaching out to a bunch of KW um, like local businesses and him and her the, the design company I emailed them and they got back to me and they were like this is a beautiful piece but like we want you to come in and talk about um uh, and talk about a commission just for you know like just besides this piece so I I went in and she was like so there's this wall and I was like oh I thought like I went in thinking they wanted like a canvas not a huge mural Uh and um she was really great she like she was that one person that like gave me that shot and like as soon as I started painting I hadn't even posted I had posted like a few stories on my Instagram and Mm -hmm. I started getting requests for more murals Mm -hmm. and I was like okay we're we're doing this but it was like that that was a big deal that first mural Mm -hmm. like it takes a lot like I had only had that one like outdoor shed piece yeah to be like this is how big I can like I didn't have a huge portfolio right Mm -hmm. but yeah it she she really believed in me and she was like have at it go 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 hard on this wall and (laughs) see what you can see what you can do yeah and then the rest just started flowing in that's awesome I know (laughs) it's so weird to say (laughs) Um, I have just like a couple more questions for you. Um, I hope everyone has been like enjoying this podcast. I was, I was really excited to talk to you and I'm so happy that like you had like a really big story behind all of this Uh that I wasn't expecting. And I was like, wow, like I, I was expecting you to be like, ah, yeah, I've been doing this since I was like four years old. And like, I went to like OCAD and you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, this is way more interesting. Yeah. Um, it's funny seeing people's reactions because I'm so used to my story, but like seeing other people like what? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I did science for five years. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then casually just started doing artwork and it's amazing. (laughs) Um, I want to just ask you, like, you don't have to get like too crazy into it, but like five years from now like I I like to ask people or like 10 years whatever your future Mm -hmm. um like I know where I'm at and I know what I kind of see my future as but do you see yourself doing this in the next like few years I do Mm -hmm. yeah um I love doing it I get so much excitement out of it and like it's so empowering to be like your own boss and Mm -hmm. like I I always say this but I think of myself as like an artist and like a businesswoman now Uh um and no, I, I just, I love doing it. And I guess like the plan would just be to keep doing this and make, make a living off of it. Yeah. Um, like maybe. clearly you're doing something right. Like nothing really needs to change. You just need like more of it. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm constantly trying to like change my style and ch- like see, like it's, it's a pretty flexible style. So like there's so many different colors I can try. There's so many different like combinations of things. And I'm mm-hmm. constantly like, I'll be like doing a mural and be like, oh, this would be a good like painting idea. So there's, there's, I don't see an end to like the growing and the flexibility with this art and this style um so I just see it going on for like ever yeah yeah um I don't I'm not really someone who makes like like this is my five-year plan like I like clearly I did science and you know like I I honestly don't make plans because I'm like it's gonna change I'm gonna change my mind like and so you know very well like I might want to go into like tattooing or something like I I don't know what's gonna happen like I basically do things until I don't want to do them anymore (laughs) right yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um I think we're gonna wrap up there like do you have I actually I want like a final last words sort of thing sure so I I did have like a last question of just being like when 
like any artist um, goes through like those moments of being like, this is really just like too hard. Um, and they want to give up because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like it's not paying the bills usually is like one of the biggest reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like emotional and whatever. Uh, I guess just like, what would be your advice to someone who is like kind of at their end? Hmm. Um, I think, well, just going off of what I said, like do it until you don't want to do it anymore. Take a break, step back from it for mm-hmm. a bit. Um, if you miss it, then it means something. And if mm-hmm. you don't, then try something else like I am very much for trying things out seeing if you like them but I think that's a really big indication if you like haven't if you're going to take a break for like photography or art or whatever it is for like say a month give yourself like a time frame and if you genuinely miss it and are craving to do it then it's you should be doing that yeah um breaks are really good isolation periods are really good (laughs) locking yourself in your apartment um (laughs) As long as you're safe. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And like still like follow up with mom and all of that stuff. But um, yeah, I it's that's that's a hard question to no because like everyone deals with it mm -hmm. differently. For me, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely isolating myself and just spending a lot of time with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think extreme changes make a really big difference. And it's hard to do that when you're comfortable in your life. Right. Yeah. But and some people can't afford to like pick up and move to a different city it's mm-hmm. it's like easier said than done mm-hmm. um there are small yeah, things I we, think we talk could. about it like super casually but yes. like they are huge huge things to be doing yes but yeah mm-hmm. um like for me it was it was a breakup that did it and mm-hmm. like my past record is to like move as soon as i go through a breakup but I was like wait I have a lease though like I have to stay I just signed this lease Mm -hmm. so like I had to stay in that apartment that I was like dumped in for another like year (laughs) I know I know it's like but I was like okay we're just gonna work with it like Mm -hmm. and that's another thing you um don't need a lot of money to like just ball on a budget like I again Dollarama canvases Mm -hmm. to start Mm -hmm. um for practice everything I continue to be very much like like save paint and like I, there there are ways to do it um yeah like for my first art show I like bought those like caged I don't know how am I going to describe this like those cubed cage like linking shelf shelf things Ooh, okay <laughs> it's just like, like trying like, to think they're they're like they're like build your own shelf kind of okay caged cool. whatever mm-hmm. um and I bought those to like display my art and I still use them like for art shows and stuff and mm-hmm. it's like there are ways to like yeah to make the best of your situation. Mm-hmm. I was living in a tiny apartment, but I like kind of built a career in there. Mm-hmm. Um, in like, I didn't, people thought I had like an art studio, but it was literally yeah. the corner of my studio apartment <laughs> was where my easel was. Yeah. So it's possible. It's also possible um, to uh, make a living, not in like a big city. That was a big lesson I learned. Like mm-hmm. I thought, again, I thought I had to move to Toronto, but right. I'm finding like, I, I love the community that I've established in KW. Mm-hmm. I've met some amazing creative entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, and like I just yeah, you you can you can do a lot with your situation if you really really put your mind to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you remain positive and motivated, I think you can make anything work. And ask for help. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Like I think there's a lot of like a lot more sense of like community over competition now right um especially with social media I hope and so stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I i think like it, it's funny when 
I have a pride thing where it's like, no, I want to do this all by myself. I don't want to ask for help. But when other people ask me to like get coffee and talk about like things, I'm like, yeah, for sure. And there's yeah. like, you know, it's yeah. so it's like a weird double standard we hold ourselves to. Mm-hmm. But asking for help is like you're not expected to know everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if you didn't go to school for it. So yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's okay to ask for help, too. And just, mm-hmm. like, have co- good conversations with people like this. <laughs> this is, like, how you make connections and, mm-hmm. like, get ideas and get inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to keep <laughs> talking to you. We just hit an hour. Um, that was so fast. It was so fast. Wow. Hey? <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I can keep talking for forever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people that I talk to are really interesting. Like, I feel like we just got into kind of your life. I know. I threw already- in that I was, like like um between apartments right at the end yeah there. i'm like yeah i'm in an airbnb right now <laughs> you're yeah. like what <laughs> yeah um no um again i'm just like i'm really happy that you agreed to do this and it's like been really nice mm-hmm. talking to you and uh i i, I love kw mm-hmm. i grew up here and i love that sense of community here i think it's always been really strong and this is a city that is really growing right um and i'm i'm really proud of being from here Mm. and i have thought about coming back here so many times Mm -hmm. um and i think it's still something i was just talking about it recently that is like it could be in my future in my near future in the next two years um because i think there's so many awesome people to meet here and Mm -hmm. to work with them and like you were saying we have social media we have the means to still put ourselves out there in like the Toronto scene right. while like being at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, uh, like Trish said, like, honestly, you take your situation, make the best of it mm-hmm. and you can make it work ball on a budget, <laughs> um, build a community. I love, I mean, lately I've been talking to a lot of women, uh, but I'm going to be doing a, a uh, women's march for the month of March, which I think I mentioned to you. Right, you did. Where I'm going to be only interviewing female artists. That's kind of been my trend right now anyways. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> but I want to do like a really, because my birthday's in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's Day is the day before my birthday. Oh, fun. And I just think it's like a fun, like the women's march. Yeah. Like literally the month. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I just love like meeting other, you know, like young women who are like being their own boss and mm-hmm. like trying to make shit work. I was also dumped like suddenly and then like moved to Korea. So like I feel you (laughs) like you. Yeah. Like uh, there's a lot of things to relate to. And I think there's so much more like even conversation to be had. Mm -hmm. Um, And like even like the little things like the fact that like sis is now something that we say. (laughs) It like brings joy to my heart. It's really cute. It's so cute. Because I'm like, yes. Like there's no more like bro. I'm like sis. Yeah. Like you're my girl. Like we're like in it together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So no, like I wish you all the best. Thank and, you. Like, I really want to see like I'm gonna go probably drive around when it's not super slippery outside yes. and like check them out. Yeah. Um. And like now I have tattoos and I love tattoos and now that I know that you're doing that, mm-hmm. I'm sure like we'll be talking. Soon. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, this brings us to the end of episode sixteen. Um, I hope you check out her work. I hope you got to the end of the podcast. (laughs) This was a really fun one. Um, And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Hustle, I gotta battle these comments Like the king and the muscle They keep on bursting my bubble Now every morning when I wake up on me in the huddle So batter up, batter up You know I'm hitting the double You know I'm running the bases 
Cause I know I gotta embrace it Like a girl without a top Just kinda sitting on your lap Boy, what you do? Girl, I rap, I rap nasty Maybe one day I'll say chase to the paparazzi It's psychological hustle Be prepared for anything and everything It'll tear you down, it'll tear you down It's psychological hustle, psychological hustle